What's up, guys? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's completely free. Not only is it free, but there are also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, they'll be able to distribute your podcast for you on all the famous platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. If you guys are creatives and want to get after it, I highly suggest using Anchor. Or rationality. No. I can't believe you called me that, That is all you. That's so mean. What? What did I call you? Called me a piece of shit. No, I called the TV while we were watching (laughs) shit. No, I'm just fucking with you. Ah. Frozen 2. Oh, we got a nice fireplace on the TV. I'm actually about it. Turn that volume down. Can we start can we start this episode with like party stories? Party stories? Like I have some uh Because we have some good ones built up for sure. Do I have any that I can mention? Yeah, of course you do. Fucking t- tell the story about uh, partying at what's his name's house. Ty Lopez's yeah. house. You, you said you did it, but you didn't go into detail about like what it was. Well, can you a- actually just ask me questions about it? Because I'm not really a good storyteller in that way. All right, fair enough. Do you do you have any good stories? I'm trying to think. A party or so. clubbing? It doesn't have to be a house party. I mean, Bro, not clubbing. Because really, I've only been like a handful amount of times. Yeah, same. But I mean, you got stories, right? I mean, you could just talk about how fun it was. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, when, when we go to parties, they're proper, like, L.A. parties. I went to For the Paris, most part. I went to Paris Hilton's party. Fuck. There you go. Yeah. Start there. There you fucking go. <laughs> there we go. Start there. Okay. All right. So, Saeed, lead us in. Start talking about the Paris Hilton party. <sighs> what so the, the, what the hell party. was going on over there? So, there was a time in my life where I was doing hair tutorials and hair videos for... Uh, this shampoo company they did an exclusive line for um hairstylists and things like that so it was only for it was like a salon exclusive kind of so like the normies couldn't buy it exactly like we can (laughs) yeah we don't have the expertise exactly um so yeah uh we made a video on accident about that went viral on accident (laughs) it wasn't meant to be viral but good i guess right yeah yeah it's always good to go viral. So um, it, was, it had something to do with a fire haircut. So you'd cut hair with fire. And we filmed the whole thing. And then Sounds like a horrible idea. Yeah, people called <laughs> us fucking stupid and retarded. <laughs> and you guys are out of your mind. Was most of it just hate? I don't see a fire extinguisher in sight. You know, like... Yeah. We're like... Yeah, it was mostly hate. And some of it was like, wow, can you actually do this? And then it was just kind of like split into two crowds where it was just kind of like people were like, wow, what are the benefits? And then other people that were like... You guys are stupid, you know? Mm-hmm. But I'm left out of it because I'm just the guy filming. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't care. <laughs> you don't catch the heat. Exactly. But uh, <clears throat> we get hit up by Paris Hilton herself. She okay. says she's Not dropping. her agent? No. Her specifically? Yeah. Now, yeah. how did she get in contact? What, did she contact the company or did she contact you? Um, it, was, it wasn't me. It was, uh, I believe it was the company or probably whoever is the ambassador of that line of stuff we did. Um, so I'm not even sure if it was her or her agent. I'm, I'm thinking it's probably her agent or something. Um, it's usually how contacted, it Yeah, it contacted um, one of the celebrity stylists through oh. Instagram. Hmm. And um, 
they got us all tickets to basically a free table at one of her VIP parties in Las Vegas. Whoa. Yeah. It's, so now it's in Vegas. It's not yeah. even LA. No, it's in Vegas. What a flex. So we drove out there. We rented cars and we just kind of like went there and we spent uh, two nights there. Mm-hmm. Um, the first night was the night of the party. So we get there and it's kind of like, I want to say surreal. It was just more like, like, yeah, you could, I can see how YouTubers and like, you know, influencers kind of just make it one day, you know, it's usually out of something really stupid. (laughs) (laughs) But the fact that we were standing in this line and we were just like so exclusive and they were just letting us in. Right. Uh, We sat with her. With her. Yeah. That is surreal. Did you talk to her? Kind of. Yeah. And we got, we got her to um, sign one of the style books. So that was kind of cool. How was she to talk to? Like, dude, we couldn't really even talk to her. She had like seventy-five friends. She was drunk out of her mind, and yeah, like people with that kind of fame, like they they just have others who just hover them. Because I saw other videographer videographers there, and they were her personal ones. They were just carrying like, bro, they were carrying like thirty pounds of stuff. Jesus, just filming her every step, pretty much, which was crazy. So they're holding all these like red cameras and stuff. Um, but how they're not it? even meant to be handheld, which is funny, but it was there. But how was the party, though? Like, the party, what, was it in a nightclub? It was in a nightclub, so it was very loud. Which one, if uh, you remember? Dude, like, which hotel was it at? Or was it not even at a hotel? No, it wasn't at a hotel. Um, damn. It had some, uh, like, Asian lettering. I just don't remember what the hell it was called. Is it called Tao? No. Right, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember what it's called. There's... There's I could a, try to find out. There's a nightclub in either the Venetian or the Bellagio, mm-hmm. and I think it's called Tao or Zhao or something like that. Uh, and it, it's like a restaurant during. I think the, it's Tao. during the day, and then at night they turn it into like a full blown club. Yeah, if we're um, thinking of the same thing. It's not Tao, but it's another one. Okay, it's something similar to that. It's, it's exclusive. An, it's That's all you need to know. One. So it's on the first level of like a lobby, and then you go you go down the stairs. So it's like a mm. it's a bottom level. Oh, wow. so it is in a hotel. Yeah. So well, it, I mean, I it's in a I lobby. I don't remember, dude. It was a hectic day, but everything <laughs> there is pretty much a lobby. So yeah, that's true. Um, <clears throat> yeah, the party was pretty insane um, because it was just like split, and you get to see all these people that want to be with you in that table. They're just like normal people. Oh my people. god, that's they just a paid weird normal admission, You know, and then you're sitting there, and they're all like trying to like creep up on you and stuff, and then. So you're like, just like get the hell out of here. So it's like get away from me, peasant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's such a Stupid weird dynamic. Peasant. Did yeah. you see uh, any other celebrities there? Um, what did I see? I mean, you have to. Uh, do yeah. There okay. So there was like a bunch of like, um, gay like influencers, and then her, it was her friends. There was like the other dude that's always with her. He does like makeup and stuff. Yeah. But like it was probably like a I lot didn't of really recognize channels. anyone. It was just kind of like later I knew, you know. It was like a lot of beauty channels and stuff. Yeah, like beauty that. channels and things like that. How so. many people were there? <laughs> um, from her friends, I would say like over thirty, over Jeez. thirty people. Because you got to remember, nightclubs in the back, especially the VIP tables, they're tiny, dude. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I wouldn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I've never. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we see them in movies. They're pretty tiny. They're tiny. So like when thirty people are there, it looks like there's 175. Mm. So. Um, yeah, yeah, and we're sitting there, and guess who was playing? That was another celebrity, I guess you Like Avicii or something like that? Tiesto. 
Tiesta. Tiesta? Why not yep. Pitbull? Where's One of the Pitbull, oldest people. Mr. Worldwide? <laughs> I don't know. Dude, I was like, yo, th- this music is banging. And then later I found out through the freaking um, the catalog, it said Tiesto's <laughs> playing tonight. I was like, damn. Like, I should have gotten more lit. I was like, bro, I actually care more about Tiesto than Paris Hilton right now. But, like. Did but you yeah, get I was sitting, I was literally behind his ass. Did like, you get just sitting there? Really? Yeah. Just like scoping Tiesto ass yeah, all night. Pretty much. <laughs> Did you make any connections? Like, No, dude. It, I mean, was, very, it was just like, it, it was, was just straight up party. Everyone was just there to have fun and get the hell out. Like, right. You can't even talk. I couldn't even talk to the, my my coworkers. Like you couldn't, screaming my wasn't enough. No. Good exactly. lord. Yeah. That's so, that's too loud. That's the one insane. thing. It's it's a very hectic environment, especially yeah. if you're in a crowded like little area. Yeah, yeah. Um. Other than that, I mean, it was fun. It was definitely an experience to get to live that part, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. You're just kind of like being escorted in. Live the VIP life yeah. just for a night. Just for a night. It was pretty cool. Um, getting, It's kind of like, it's one of those things where it's so reachable, but like you still have a long way to get there kind of thing. You know, yeah. Unless you get lucky overnight or something. Um, now, speaking of other ragers, yeah. Zayd mentioned on a previous episode that he partied at the one, the only, Mr. Knowledge himself, Ty Lopez's house. <laughs> Such a me. All I have to ask was, did you see the library in the garage next to the Lamborghini? I didn't know. I didn't go to the garage. I think I passed by it, but I didn't go go into it. Um, but that was, so, that was basically a mansion. And I think there had to be at least 700 people who cycled through there. Like throughout the night? Because the whole, the entire place was swarming with people, mm. inside, outside. How did you get into that? So originally we tried to, I think, I'm not sure what the original motive or thing was, but we had to obtain wristbands in order to get in. Okay. And I think we were short like one or two. Mm-hmm. And uh, it happened to be that one of my friends knew the person who was doing the car detailing so he came he came through with the hookup. We we bought like you know a wristband for twenty dollars each. Jeez. Uh, but he's we originally charging, he's charging admission to get in. Yeah, the exactly. But you know, well worth it. Um, we originally pulled up with a customized Hummer H1, which is probably the biggest flex you can Ooh. you could have. Um, yeah, but it was fun. I met a couple people that uh, I knew online. Oh, that's dope. Um, but it was it was quite an experience. Did they come up to you? They're like, "Are you Zade? <laughs> are you the Twitter?" I'm dog? sorry. Are, are you oh Zade K. Dehange? <laughs> yeah, this was this was before Twitter too. Really? This was way before Twitter. So was this just Instagram friends then for you? Yeah. Instagram. Yeah. I can tell this was way before Tony Poppins for sure. And like when I say friends, I mean not well. I met a couple of the of the people who I've been following on Instagram for a while, but they're like health and wellness coaches, like you know personal development type of uh, people so that was a it was a cool experience that's really cool what about the uh, party aspect of it was it nuts like were people getting lit or was it just like kind of a let's just have some drinks stand around kind of talk about shit it was more in between there were certain periods where it got you know a little bit more rambunctious rambunctious can you elaborate um nothing crazy it's just it's just Just obsessive drinking shouting you know, dancing. Mm-hmm. Music gets louder. Yeah, that's the thing. Your typical party shit. When you observe a party, <laughs> it's just so, it's such a one thing that it's just like, you're trying to look for something, but it's just one thing constantly. 
What do you Partying, mean? talking, clusters, music, drinks. I Basically. Mean, I, I mean, I can think of like this party I went to a while back where it got, it got pretty real at points. What do you mean? Like fights? Fights, um, just people saying crazy shit, yeah. like obsessive binge drinking. Definitely not the way party too I many be different. At. Yeah, yeah, way no, too it's... much stuff going on. And I mean, I walked into this party. It's a house party, and I didn't know the person whose house it was, which is usually how that shit goes down, right? That's down. But um, I was with like a big group of people, so we were all just chilling, you know, doing our own thing for a while, mm-hmm. just kicking back. And I'm just there observing. Right, like I'm just like just scoping the vibe, feeling how it is. I cruise over to the kitchen at one point. Like I'm just standing around, like just checking my phone every now and then. Some dudes come over. We're having a conversation. They're like pointing out people to me that I don't know these guys, but they're pointing out people to me. Like you got to be careful with like those group of people or like mm. those people over there. I like to go fucking hard. So if you're gonna go party with them, like you got to be ready. Mm. I'm like, oh shit, okay. That's good of them. Yeah. And um, at this house, there was a pool. And it was completely drained, right? And at one point in the party, like somebody got thrown into it, and it was like an eight foot pool. Jeez. Like just got thrown into the bottom of the eight foot pool. Um, I mean, there was like fights going on outside. Like it was it was fun, but it was chaotic, to put it lightly, right? And um right as we were gearing up to leave, like we were all saying goodbyes and stuff like that, cops rolled up and rolled the party. And um, as they usually do. Yeah. As you know, I mean, it was for all a, the good parties. Dude, it was a house that was made for like eight people mm-hmm. max to live in comfortably. And I think there might have been like 200 people there, 250. <laughs> Crazy. And so we're walking like, yeah, now's a perfect time to leave. The cops are rolling it up. It's time to go home. We're walking out. Mm-hmm. This dude runs up to me. He's freaking out about what time it is. And I'm like, I'm like, you good, dude? Like, what's the problem? He's like, I just need to know what time it is. Like, I need to be at this spot. And I'm like, he's like, my phone's dead and having all these problems. And I'm like, look down. It was like 1145 or something like that. And I'm like, it's 1145. And he's like, oh, by the way. He's like, are you sure it's 11.45? And I'm like, yeah, I looked at the time. And he's like, well, I think it's time to start episode 39 um, of the 2AM podcast. <laughs> the fuck you doing Fucking at this party? Guy. That is a true story, except for the ending. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> yeah, that happened uh, quite a while back. The, you know, fact, the fact that he knew that three years in advance was impressive. <laughs> you know what I'm amazed by? People who have the balls to... Uh, make a party at an airbnb right yeah like a rager that's that's not okay with parties because certain airbnbs you can get them for parties specifically yeah like if you look around there's plenty of them in la where they're like yeah like this is a party spot like you're here to have parties right but the ones where it's just like for example somebody got an airbnb in bel-air for instance and it costs like two to three grand for the night Mm -hmm. and then the cleanup expense is like five to eight hundred bucks wow like crazy stuff like that and then they just throw a fat rager there at this house that has security cameras the neighbors know it's not a party house right yeah. at all and they're just like yeah fuck it. whatever happens happens like are you crazy are you yeah no why would you even perfect run that example risk? of dumb young person mentality yeah yeah cameras all over the inside and outside of that house just freaking Ooh, it'll be okay, whenever bro. i get like a like a fat ass airbnb I usually always have the deposit in my mind. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, dude. 
You can't mess around with that. You gotta be yeah. careful who you bring. It's like, sometimes. yeah, it's 200 a night, but like that $3,000 deposit though, <laughs> you know? Is there a th- is that a thing yeah. on Airbnb? Oh, hell yeah. Putting 3K down? Mm-hmm. It starts at, f- I've seen it go as low as like, what, 1,500, which is still a freaking lot. I don't think I've ever experienced that where you had to put money down. I've gotten a couple, but yeah. does it depend on the place you're getting? Depends on the place and how big it is and what it is. Yeah, I'm only it's getting family small, home, smaller places. Like I guess I'm not getting big enough Airbnbs. <laughs> They're worried about that. Plus, I'm only saying like there's only two people or two or like two to four people coming max. So it's like, what are we really gonna do? You know? Yeah. I've never heard of a fifteen hundred dollar security deposit though on yeah. Airbnb. That's nuts, dude. Yeah, we have. It's it's crazy. But um, I wonder if people that don't do that just have a obscenely high cleaning fee. Because there are Air- usually the cleaning fees are pretty decent. There are Airbnbs that are like two hundred and fifty bucks, and then the cleaning fee is like ninety five to a hundred or like to one hundred and twenty bucks. You're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, this place isn't that big. Like, who 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 do you need to pay that much yeah. to clean this place? I've seen this place where it was literally a studio with one bathroom, <laughs> right? And it was like twenty four bucks a night, but then the cleaning fee was like seventy five. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's such a it's such a rip, I'm dude. Like, what the hell are you cleaning? You know. They're getting that deep clean, the Bissell steam carpet. Yeah, I was steam like, you know what? I'll detail this for you if you want. And just scratch the cancel the freaking fee. I don't know. I wonder. Yeah. I wonder if they. The reason that the cleaning fees are so high is because Airbnb has like a standard, mm-hmm. and they know that you need to hire somebody specific in the region. They know the prices, so they're just like, yeah, it's going to be expensive. Yeah. And your customers are more likely to, if they're willing to spend that on a cleaning fee, they're more likely to be. You know, respectable people, in my opinion. I would imagine so, right? Mm-hmm. Not just fucking eighteen-year-olds who want to destroy everything. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> comes from more uh, maturity. Also, that reminds me, it's same concept, different location. Instead of an Airbnb, it's a hotel room. Who the fuck just thrashes a hotel room? <laughs> I don't know. Like, who thinks it's a good idea? You have neighbors. 360 degrees around you above you below you to the left to the right like all corners there's just people that are there ready to tap like to tell on you basically yeah ready to call the cops ready to call the bellhop say these assholes are causing too many problems like they're being loud as fuck and blah 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 that's just the nature of las vegas oh no that's just any hotel not any just hotel. Vegas. i'm yeah. thinking whenever you you say like raiders in a hotel i just have to think las vegas yeah like imagine how many business meetings you'd have like a like a like a work trip and then after that meeting's over the final day that night of everyone's like come over to room 613 baby you know like, we're getting drinks and it's going to be lit <laughs> before you know what a couch ends up yeah out of the 34 uh, fourth floor <laughs> <laughs> that picture sorry that reminded me of the picture you showed me yesterday of the uh it was a girl holding or was like she was gearing up to shoot a rifle and uh Rule number one, if you're shooting a rifle, um, obviously have your, well, one, don't point it at people. Yeah. (laughs) That's, that should be the golden rule. Don't point it at people. Don't point it at yourself, the barrel. Yeah. Other than that, when you're shooting a rifle, it's like you have the butt, you have the, um, the buttstock like in your shoulder, right? And then you look down the scope, which is usually a couple inches, hopefully more than like three to four in front of your face because when it shoots you're gonna have recoil and you don't want that scope to hit you in the eye Mm -hmm. and it'll either knock your eye out or make you or uh, just give you a really bad black eye yeah and um this chick was holding the 
the stock of the rifle on her shoulder. On her trap. Yeah, like on her trap. Oh. And the scope was on her eye. Oh. So basically when she pulled the trigger, that, that shit was going right into her head. Yep. And it was underneath, it was like six people liked this photo and it was all like the pole bearers. You think she went bl- blind because of that? Uh, I'm pretty I sure it was a fake. Yeah, that, that she couldn't have done that. No, no way. Oh, okay. I mean, to be fair, I have seen videos of people that do shoot like that. Yeah, you see morons. But I mean, they're they're called fail compilations for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> or better yet, like what about the people that are um, holding a shotgun and they don't realize that there's going to be kick like at all. And so the second they fire it, it just goes right over their shoulder or just gets launched into yeah. the air. <laughs> like, cause all their, it's almost like they're just supporting it. Like they don't even have a grip on the gun. They're just like mm-hmm. holding it. And then they yeah. pull the trigger and just <laughs> flies up flies in the air. Right, yeah. so or the naive. dumb, or the dumb asses that have like a really big caliber handgun. Those are my favorites uh-huh. where it's like, some dude, some dude's like, I got the big dick today. I'll take out the 45 or the 50. And they don't realize like how big of a no caliber round. whatsoever in their arms. Oh, so limpy, so limp-wristed, like just not ready for it whatsoever. Such and, momos. I mean, even people that know how to shoot it, like they're aware and what they'll do to mitigate the kick is they'll shoot it and then the gun will go, they'll raise the gun over their head. Mm-hmm. Like that's how much kick it is there is because if you just keep it steady and you bang 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 with that big of a gun your hands are gonna hurt wow so bad so they'll like fire it once they'll go up over the head bring it down fire it use the kick to carry it over your head and i've seen people where once again weren't expecting the kick and that shit just goes straight into their forehead or into their nose like i've seen one where it hit the dude's nose and it's just gushing blood out of it or saw one where like literally put a i mean the uh so the barrel of the gun has this like little tip at the end of it that it helps you for aiming. The oh yeah, like a full dent in their forehead, and then it was wow. bleeding out of it because it was like a forty-five. Just that little notch at the end of the barrel just went right into their head, just bleeding. Jeez, guns are serious, man. You got to take them seriously. Of course, they're not toys. I absolutely love them, but you have to treat them with respect. Yeah, and you, we need to be careful about who gets them. <laughs> oh, 100 percent. Hey. If you could show Mozart a modern song to blow his mind, what song would you show him? Oh, that's a great question. A modern song? Yeah. This guy's going to choose Ben Bomber. Ben who? Mm, not Ben Bomber. No. Come on. Yeah, actually, probably Ben Bomber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Who, who would I choose? Any song? Yeah. To blow his mind. To blow Mozart's mind. Well, this guy's high show? IQ, so you can't give him Kodak Black. <laughs> Yeah, dude, you can't. Well, you might be able to like get away with giving him uh, through the fire and the flames. You know what? I would I would show him. <laughs> I think he would be able to appreciate the technical aspect of that. Yeah, I genuinely think he would. If especially if you showed him like the musicians yeah. playing it, he'd be like, "Whoa!" Yeah, I would. I would play him Meridian by Odessa. Okay, that's a, that's a good choice. Yeah, I was thinking like. I was thinking um, it's a song by Queen called um, on the album A Day at the Races. Queen makes sense. It's called A Millionaire Waltz. Mm-hmm. It's quite literally a waltz. The majority of the songs in 3-4 and there's a bunch of different time changes and tempo changes and key changes and it's very technical. Like yeah. It's a very technical piece. And I think that would be a pretty good one. Yeah. Because it would show it has a good mix of like modern stuff 
modern instruments, the drums, the guitars, and then it also has like orchestrated sections in it. Or I was thinking that, or maybe even Bohemian Rhapsody. He has an interesting childhood. A lot of people Who? think that uh, Mozart. A lot of people think that uh, he, you know, he's just a child prodigy. But when you look into his history, his dad, I believe, was a music teacher, and basically all they did was music. Well, yeah, but I mean, this kid was still writing symphonies at like four to six years old, right? Jeez, dude. But he was he was practicing way before that. Like I don't know if it was, it's four to six that early. But he had a lot of years under his belt from a very early age. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And he was exposed to it all the yeah. time. If you see Mozart's social security application, it says... <laughs> what? Mozart says this? It literally says uh, preferred language, music. <laughs> what, is, what is your native language? <laughs> music. Beats. Motherfucker learned music clear. before English, dude. What the hell is it? <laughs> anyway... Um, yeah, I would actually show him one of like the interstellar tracks by Hans Zimmer. Good one. Because That'd be it, has, interesting. It, has, it has a bass kick to it, but it's very subtle, but at the same time, it's still what he's used to, but just very modernized. So you think that would remind him a little bit of his work? Yeah. He'd be like, wow, someone took my work and just kind of like made it better. Huh. I think if he listened to it in a Not really better, good though. sound system... Or even like unbelievable headphones, preferably like, you know, those uh, giant movie theater um, stadiums that they mix audio in yeah. for movies. Like if he sat in there and listened to the Interstellar soundtrack and he listened Ooh. to like how deep the pitches actually are, mm -hmm. I think that would be genuinely impressive. Yes. Like to somebody like that, like, how did you get a pitch that like with an instrument? It's like, oh, yeah. you don't. We we use this digital shit and it works Dude. great and he's like what is that and then you just like imagine this and then mozart's in the studio yeah. Yeah, making just, beats imagine this hello oh mozart's here all right hey let him in the stew all right <laughs> you know and then just all of a sudden he comes in and it's like have a seat mozart and then all of a sudden they just they click the big red button dude just hits play and then all of a sudden, it's Metro booming one. <laughs> so mo. I would love to show Mozart Metro. Dude. I think he would hate it. Yeah, I think he would I hate it. I genuinely think he would hate it. Why? Because it's so basic. Like, I, I hate to be that guy, but like a lot of rap is pretty much just yeah. one sample that they loop for an entire track. He would yeah. straight up be like, you revived me for this. You're t you're telling me that you're shitting Metro now to be fair Metro d goes the distance you know like yeah. are you telling me that Mozart will not get lit to overdo I I think Travis he, Scott and Metro I genuinely think he wouldn't know what to do Interesting like I I've always had that he wouldn't at least at least like move his head back and forth you know vibe to it Well it was like that um it's like that concept from Back to the Future right uh -huh. where um what's his name uh, marty mcfly starts playing johnny be good and all the white kids in the in the, the building have no idea how to react to it at first and then they realize like oh we just kind of like get loose to it which is groove to it yeah they, you just kind of like let loose and swing around stuff like that but the second he started like shredding towards the end everybody lost him they're like what is that like, it's so what, foreign. That, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like alien music. Yeah. Because imagine showing Mozart digital synthesis and how pissed he would be yeah. that he didn't have access to an entire symphony on a, one thing. What is this DAW? <laughs> <laughs> there is such a thing as an invention that's too ahead of its time. Like, like, like the PSP. 
<laughs> the PSP was legit. Yeah. I'll be, you know what? That thing was so much fun. It was so ahead of its time to the point where it was just like, I remember um, if you would go to YouTube on the web browser, it would tell you you have to download Flash, but this this uh, device is not supported. And you'd be like, why isn't it supported? It still has a web browser. Just make it supported. You know? And the then, PSP like, was pretty Literally sick. three years later, the same PSP, just you just installed an update, and then boom, everything works. Damn. So it's kind of like, I can see how it was ahead, you know? It was too far ahead. Yeah. You play time. Thief on that, bitch? You, you could. Yeah. Yeah. You could do anything on that. Also, the, um, I mean, they had online play mm -hmm. for that little thing, which was for a handheld device. And it wasn't like you just had to be in the room. Like, they had that too. But you could literally connect to Wi-Fi, if I remember correctly, yeah. and then play like it was a PlayStation. Yeah. That's how it was. It was unreal. That's so sick. And, I mean, you could argue like, oh, the Xbox had that. The Xbox wasn't a handheld console. Exactly. And if you want to take it even further, did the PSP... The PSP came out after the PS3, right? No, it came before. Did it come before? Uh-huh. Because if the PSP came before... Or it came, it came with it, kind of. Did the... I'm going to Google that. Did the PSP... Time? It was when the PS3 Fat was a thing. The fat-ass one. The, the original. PS3 yeah. Fat. That's what they call it now. The PS3 Fat with a PH. Because the balance is... I'm very interested to see the PS5 go to work. The PSP had remote play, letting you enjoy selected PS3 games on your PSP. Mm -hmm. Wow. That is way ahead of its time. Yeah, that's when PlayStation ID was becoming a thing. Like, it was becoming very big, where you can, like, store your game saves and stuff like that on your account. Hmm. That's ahead yeah. of its time, for that's sure. so yeah. ahead of its time. Wow. Yeah. And also, like, the UI they had on it was just a PS3. Yeah. Pretty much. It was like a PS3 you carried in your pocket. It was yeah. unreal. Anyways, what what were we even talking about? Mozart and... Yeah, Mozart. Digital shit. Mozart and Metro but, uh, Boomin. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, as I get older, I've been thinking about, a lot about parenting. And there's a lot of things I would, I would avoid being or doing to my kids that my parents did to me. That's a good like topic. What? That's an excellent topic. What's that? Like if you could name some. Um... Well, let's just start with the good things. I, I'm glad that my parents made me do outdoor things. Play outside, dig holes, climb trees, rollerblade, mm -hmm. biking, that kind of thing, right? Yeah. I was also in swimming classes. Those are all positives, right? But then there's also things where it's just like, um, now that I, I've realized it, there was I wish they would keep me in the loop more when I was a, a kid for things like... Um, Filling in applications, um, like inputting information into things, or mm. uh, doing like, I don't know, DMV work. So basically like treat you like an adult. Yes. So like, why, because what I had to do, technically, was ask them about it and be more curious about it, and then figure it out on my own, and then bring it to the table, and then they'd know that I know, so then they'd bring me in. Mm -hmm. You feel me? Yeah. So that's, I feel like that's something I would do with my kids, is like, Keep them in check 24-7. Like, make sure that they know and are aware of all these processes, right? Because I feel like that's very beneficial to your growth and how you're going to become. I would keep my kids in check with, like, taxes and how to do... I know this sounds stupid, but, like, how to deal with banks. Yeah. And, like, how to actually maintain finances yeah, and how to keep like up that. to date. And exactly. it doesn't need to be complicated. You know, it's like, I'm going to show you how to file your 401k. Like, and no, he's no. eight years old. No, yeah. just, like, have him sit at the table and then, like, start easy with the checkbook. Mm -hmm. Balancing a checkbook. There's right? so many, there's so how many to write life rules. Yeah, exactly. Give. How to mail, mail a letter. 
dude. Like do you, my middle school this, taught me how three to do years that, ago. Luckily, yeah, I I got taught that too. But then since technology is a thing and we've advanced, everything's through email now and stuff like that. Very rarely will you have to send out a letter, right? Mm-hmm. It's so, so rare. I swear to God, three years ago, I was put in that situation where I had to write a letter, and I was like, "Wait, from and to? Where does from go and where does to go? Is is it in the middle? Is it on the bottom? Yeah, is it at the top left corner? I know something goes in the top left corner. Now let me ask you. You know, you're just like. Let me ask you. Yeah. You did you Google it afterwards? Of course. We live in a generation. I feel as if. The majority of children don't get taught things by their parents, and then they have to resort to YouTube or Google to act as their, their like their, their second parent, parent. Yeah. yeah, or their third parent. You know. So why can't you be that reliable person? The one I that's just taking care of that already. I just think the parents don't know. You know, parents like they know that everything that they do in that aspect is important. Like for example, everything we just listed, mm-hmm. they know it's important, but like it's not in the forefront of their minds to even think of so- about so- stuff like that. Always understand that parents are doing the best that they can. Or at least they try. So yeah. based on their level of education. consciousness slash education slash development, you can only learn so much from them mm-hmm. because they can't teach you something they haven't embodied themselves, right? Yeah. But there's always the necessities. The, of course. That's start a necessary with necessities. Thing. See, I'm, I'm kind of a person where I'm like addicted to knowing things that we tend to skip day to day, right? Like, for example, let's just put myself in a in a scenario that will probably never happen, but let's just say I'm stuck in the middle of the desert. There's a stone. I found a piece of metal and some wooden sticks. Mm. Now, what do you think I'm thinking? I'm trying to stay warm, right? Do you know how to spark anything? Most cases, nobody knows how to spark anything. Yeah. They just resort to a lighter. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Right? So it's kind of like, why why can't we dumb things down and go to doing these activities that are just so back to human nature anymore? I know? would say in that case, parents don't even know how to do that. Yeah. No. Yeah. But I'm saying 99%. like, that, why, that's why wouldn't you want to learn I, it? I would personally consider that like a necessity or like a, it's a, a nice, useful skill. It's a useful skill. Yeah. There you go. So it's a matter it of survival. Cool it's the number one skill. To teach myself teach myself these things so I can bring that upon my children. That'd be cool. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it could either be a magic trick or it could just be useful information. Right? True. Dude, if I was a parent, the, the rabbit hole goes so deep. Yeah. It really does. Come here, son. Like oh, there's, so I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, if I were to list out like some life rules or quote unquote life lessons slash wisdom, mm-hmm. okay, what would it be? Number one, I would make sure that I don't push any ideological belief system onto them mm-hmm. so that I, I tell them about open-mindedness, make sure that they understand the benefits of that. Number two, I would expose them uh, to good health early on, you know, how to lift, compound movements, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I try to be the example of what I'd like them to be or what or whatever habits I want them to take on. Yeah. How to be kind to others, how to freaking how to be in public use go grocery shopping your please your pleases and your thank yes. yous yeah there's and n- the sorry there's like no Excuse mutual me. respect anymore almost anywhere you go yeah because almost everything that like even in service and stuff like that they're supposed to say like oh thank you very much and how you're supposed to respond to that is you're welcome but it's kind of weird to give people commands and they say thank you and then you say oh you're welcome for that like, I'm at, like when we went to go order yesterday or at El Pollo Loco, mm-hmm. 
the lady said after you were done giving her your order, like, oh, thank you very much. And then, like, you want to say thank you as a gesture of being kind. But the proper thing to say is, like, oh, you're welcome, like, mm-hmm. for helping you do your job. But that feels weird to say. Yeah. And also... Thank you. No. The pleases and thank yous in society have just kind of gone down to a basic. I would argue like a nod that. and a and a raise your hand like that. I would argue against that. Really. A lot of the most of the people I come across, please and thank you, comes from their mouth. Really. Yeah. I work at a restaurant. I meet a lot of or I talk to a lot of people mm-hmm. every time I'm working. The amount of pleases, I, I get more That's thank yous point. than I do pleases, but the pleases are slim to none. Well, there's well, some gray area there yeah, because do I, I really need to say please for if it's a restaurant, for example? I like, can argue with that. Because I'll just be like, I'll take the uh, salmon burrito. Yeah. Or what's may I, actually no? May I, I always say please after. Yeah. So may, that doesn't make sense. Can I? May I please have the salmon burrito? Yeah. And yeah, we say words like I appreciate you and I appreciate it. And That's yeah. usually what my but go-to is. But I think is. overall tone is more effective. Tone is a big factor. I would agree. Tone is way more effective because. For example, managing tone as yeah. well. Sorry, keep going. Exactly. Keep Someone can give me my order and just call my name and be like, Said. Said. I'll be like, all right. Now I've lost all interest to say thank you because of like the tone, right? I don't like the tone, but whatever. I'm better than that. So I'll just be like, oh, thanks, man. I really appreciate you. And then if he doesn't say anything back, I'm just going to be like, okay. He just cussed in Arabic. Dickhead, right? He's lost in his own brain or whatever. I don't care. I, but, sorry, keep talking. Yeah, it's. Tone really does speak. So that's why we can get away with saying things like, oh, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Tone really does speak. Yeah. What a line. Also, Oh, for sure. See you next time. You know, whatever. Also, something else that's incredibly important. Mm-hmm. And I I know this might sound stupid, like just from what we're talking about, but in my opinion, plays in. It's situational awareness. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's linked so, to, closely linked to survival. So let me give you an example, right? Another work story. I'm at work. This was last weekend, and I'm doing expo. So I'm just running food from the window, trying to get it to people, like doing little things in between here and there to make sure that it's like I'm making other people's lives that I'm working with easier. Yeah. Stuff like that. And um, I'm running out this order to a guy, and I say, hey, man, I got everything in here. Um, There's only one thing missing. It should be coming out in just a little bit. And he was like, all right, that's fine. And so... I go back and I double check all the orders and I'm like, oh, this one thing. So basically what it's a Poke Bowl mm-hmm. and you write your name at the top of the slip and you fill out the Poke Bowl. You customize it how you want to. And I uh, went in to look at all the Poke Bowl orders and there was none with his name or like the, na- the name of the order on it. And I was like, huh. So I go back out and I'm asking the guy, I said, hey, um, I hate to tell you this, but your Poke Bowl isn't in there. He's like, what do you mean? He's like, I handed you guys the slip. And I said, I I'm said, I guarantee you, you did. Very sure. I said, it could be our fault on our end. However, um, is it possible that it could have been written down as like another name? And let's just say the guy's name is Jeff. And he was like, no, it's not possible. It's only going to be Jeff. Like, I know for a fact, like it has to be Jeff. And I said, all right, well, give me a second. I'm going to go get another order or another slip to fill out and then i'll just have them make another one and i said it'll take like two minutes if we can rush him like super fast if we need to and he was like all right that's fine so i get him this i get the slip walk it over to him he's filling it out and he's like you know what let me let me get my wife really quick he's then he waves to his wife she comes over and um 
he says his wife's name and you recognize and i'm like him. i'm like wait did i just hear that right because in my mind i'm thinking we have a poke bowl with that exact name already in there already <laughs> done it's been done for like four minutes or so yeah and i'm like i'm sorry what was your wife's name again he was like cindy and i'm like sorry your poke bowl's ready i'll be right back this dude forgot his wife's name Damn. i said old, it to how old him. was he he was probably like 38 to 42 yeah unacceptable 75 year old okay he forgot his wife's <laughs> name i uh, said it to him could it be cindy or could it be jacqueline whatever the name was yeah and he was like, no, it can't be either one of those. I don't know a Cindy was his exact words. Dang. Dude. And so <laughs> in that scenario, my name is Jeff. Really and makes that's sense. Like, that's like, that's not a matter of life or death. Like, that's a small example, but it's completely true. You married this woman. You forgot her name. Her first in your name. your case. Not even her maiden name. Yeah, yeah. Her first name. Yeah. <laughs> you forgot it. Well, I don't think that was the case. I think that he was just so insistent that he made so the order. Prideful. And but he didn't even think that like yeah. his wife's name on the order could potentially be her bowl, well, like her poke bowl. Some people suck, dude. Like really? Some people suck mentally. Yeah, literally. Some people are slow. It, it was just unbelievable. Yeah, but that's that's the thing, dude. Working front end sucks. It was just, but I mean, to be fair, it was like the fourth time it happened that day. Yeah. And it wasn't just wives. It was like people came in and ordered and they, and in one case, I think they just forgot their name because I told them their poke bowl was ready. And they said, no, I didn't order it that way. This and that. And I said, all right, that's fine. And this lady was just sitting out there for like half an hour for this poke bowl. Yeah. And then finally she talked to somebody and then I got to her afterwards. So she's like yelling at me at this point. <laughs> and then I just get her another order. And then we made the second Poke Bowl. And then um, she walked in and now she was waiting. And then we showed her the order for the first Poke Bowl. And she's like, oh, yeah, that one was mine. We're like, that one's been done for 30 minutes. She's like, oh, my bad. Like I Some guess. people who aren't so bright. It, it was just, I don't know. It's just unbelievable sometimes. But like, th think about situational awareness. Like, let's say... <laughs> Let's say fucking ISIS pulls up in a van. Jesus. Okay, who that's knows? A, all right. All right. Kalishnikov's in hand. And if you're if you're looking at your phone all the time, mm -hmm. like that five to ten second window is the difference between life or death. Yeah. Between you scurrying through the back door and escaping and, you know, having the rest of your life to live. So that's that's a good example of situational awareness. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Especially nowadays. Of course. Or better, or an, a, a lighter example of that would be like when people cross the street mm -hmm. and uh, they don't even realize that their 30 second time window is up and they've only made it halfway across the street because they're just on their phone looking at shit. Ooh. Or the amount of people you see driving now that are just glued to their phones mm -hmm. is so terrifying. Scary, if you yeah. want to freak out, I don't know if it's like that in other states, but just in California from experience, like, you know those um, little air vent magnet things that yeah. people will get for their phone like i just see people cruising instagram on that doing yeah. like 80 down the freeway yeah not looking up is not... instagram necessary at that point especially no. if you're just browsing because <laughs> you know what people horror, like sure. i feel like people think of their time in the car now is like a personal time which is true it is but you're also operating like a two to three ton vehicle yeah, their lives at stake yeah like yeah. that's a big deal <laughs> and then you can never call fridays bro because fridays Stop, uh, uh, traffic starts 
mm-hmm. suddenly. Yeah. Let's just put it that way. Oh, now, you'd like, be cruising abruptly, 85, like, and then all of a sudden you're at yeah. 25. Yeah. Yeah. You'd be cruising straight up 85, 90, and then all of a sudden just... Not much makes me more nervous than when you pull up to the traffic and there's like a big gap behind you and somebody's just hauling ass in behind you. And you're like, this could be it. This could be it. This is the big one. Come on, insurance. Show me money. (laughs) (laughs) It's like you might be saying hello to the... You just look to your right and the Grim Reaper sitting in the seat. You're like, fuck. (laughs) Goodbye. This is it. Good nighty night, ladies and gentlemen. Night, night. Man, but yeah, man, I've seen too many of those car accidents. They're, they're hilarious. I've seen them happen where they're on the phone. I'm like, you're gonna hit the guy in front of you, you it's stupid bitch! Oh, and then she, you hear, you see her mouth. Fuck. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the one where it's in somebody's hand, and then the phone flies out the windshield, and yeah. you can see like the actual cut through the window where the phone oh, flew out. Shoot. Did you uh, did you guys hear about this uh, recent um, human embryo genetic modification experiment? What? Human embryo. All right, you need to you need to hold on to that for a second. What are they trying to splice or add you need in? To use the restroom. Yes. Ma- make it quick, buddy. I will, I will run. What are they? Tr- I don't know. What can we talk about in the time being? In the meantime, this guy's a weak ass bladder. Yeah. Surprisingly, <laughs> but he does carry around a two pound jug or the two gallon thingy. I need to get more water for mine. Oh yeah. I'm out. Out like I like, but I've got Mountain like Valley. Like but yeah, man. Um, I don't know. It's been a weird day. Why? A very weird day. Because my mood, my mood is fine, but yeah. my energy level is just so down. Like I really, I feel demotivated, and I don't know. Just Do you very, get this I feel, often? I feel fatigued. No, I get this every once in a while. Mm. But usually it's like a it's a mood swing too. But now it's just like my mood's fine, so it's kind of like, um, why the hell? Now do I feel this way. Is it the case that you're thinking too much, so then your body becomes tired? Possibly, because that's a real thing. Yeah, people exhaust them. Like you'll be if you people will exhaust themselves just by thinking all day about whatever it is that they're thinking about. Yeah, because I'm clearly not lazy. Like even right now, I'm not yeah. lazy. I'm still doing shit, but I don't know. Body and mind are always connected, man. You feel fogged up in the head sometimes. Yeah. But it's all good because life freaking rips. Does it not? You have one lethargic day and then the next day is more energetic. Mm -hmm. Say that again, sister. It's just like a cloud passing by. Yeah. As we stare into the fireplace. Yeah, we have a fireplace going right now. Mm. A digital one. (laughs) (laughs) The freaking 10-hour one. The man is back from his piss ritual. Is he now? Okay. <laughs> I'm hydrated too. Okay. Where's the jug? What jug? Zades. Oh, he needs to refill it. No. Don't worry about it. All right. All right. So we have, uh, let me read this out to you guys. Sure. We have uh, GMO babies. A team of scientists has used the gene editing technique CRISPR to create genetically modified human embryos in a London lab. So it's official. It, it works yeah. on people. No. Well, well, I'm well, getting to that. Okay. And the results of the experiment do not bode well for the prospect of gene-edited babies. Uh, biologists, whoever, I'm not going to mention the name, um, to better understand the role of a particular gene in the earliest stages of human development. Okay, okay, okay. So using CRISPR, they deleted the gene in human embryos that had been donated for research. 
when they analyzed the edited embryos and compared them to ones that hadn't been edited, they found something troubling. Around half of the edited embryos contained major unintended edits. So by changing one thing, they created a whole cascade domino effect of other changes. Other things that they cannot control. Exactly. Really? Now, where do you get those? Whole Foods? No, no. Here's a quote, here's a quote from, uh, from the professor. There's no sugarcoating this. Yeah. This is a restraining order for all genome editors to stay the living daylights away from the embryo editing. Or from embryo editing. Interesting. Don't touch this fucking territory. So why is it that it works with animals, but it didn't work with humans? Are we just that much more complex? Like, for example, we've talked about it, the glow-in-the-dark rabbits. Well, I can give you different perspective reasons. There's religious reasons. And there's well, I'm, I'm talking from a scientific perspective. Yeah, but and see, to me, religion is science. Isn't that the... Because science isn't religion. Does that make sense? Wait, what? Yeah. Say that one more time. I was reading over the article. Sorry. Religion is a science. And science is in religion. I wouldn't agree with that. Is religion a hundred percent? But I would agree with parts of that. I think. But is religion a science? In some aspects, and science is also embedded into religion. So how is religion a science? Well, when here's the the word science, because we're not using it as like a strict Western. Don't you have to study something in order to believe in it? Yeah, but I mean, I could study anything. That doesn't make it science. Yeah, but it's like it's also like it's a, it's because it gets dissected into so many different. It's because it starts off with a, like a standard belief, and then once you get to the roots, it goes everywhere. So, so what's your problem with the with the gene editing of babies? My problem? I don't have. Well, it's not really a problem, but I can kind of maybe see why it doesn't work, or maybe that why they're different than animals. You know, things like that. Yeah, because we've made it happen. It's possible, like with animals with and animals, stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, China's made but it happen. But it's just, it's, it comes off as like not a shocker to me that many things can go wrong when it's, when all the, the only thing you changed was it being a human. Well, what did he, what, what was the gene that he chose to change? Like, what was it? Uh, I don't know. It's too long for me to read right now. Fair enough. But um, Because I'm wondering if it was something like very big. Like, for example, they tried to make the baby, like, hyper-intelligent or something like that. Mm. I don't think they were doing anything like that. I think it was a, or like height a very remedial, like basic, you know, change. Like height or something like that? I don't even think they're thinking about that in depth. I, I, I'm just thinking, like, I don't, I don't know, actually. I don't know. Well, isn't that the point of gene splicing is you're basically just like, I want... It's like, it's like the Pokeball order at Bear Flag. You're like, I'll put, my, I'll put his name at the top. And I'll write, I want him to be tall. I want him to have brown hair. I want him to have green eyes. I want yeah. him to be jacked. Customizable human beings. Yeah. Isn't mm. that the point? So I'm like, what aspect did they try to change or manipulate? I find it, honestly, it's like, it's no surprise. I find it funny how scientists just expect to go into this and, you know, they're dealing with one of the most complex things in the universe. Yeah. Genetic code. Mm-hmm. And they just think that they're they're going to get oh you know, a equals b. Yeah, the way I think about it is that we are a part of nature, and like I I understand that you can change some things in nature, right? So that means you can breed a certain type of tree, or you know you can probably splice up like a pig with I don't know fucking wolverine or something, <laughs> right? Yeah, but. 
Is it just me or does it feel very sensitive when it's just like you're messing with a human being? Right. I don't think it's right. It's not right. But it's it was something that I assumed was going to happen. Yeah. Like, I have no like problem with it if it works, but it doesn't work. Yeah. As of now. And I don't it's, expect it's it to work. It's the first test. As of too. now. I don't expect it to work either. I, I give it like 10 years. I think it's a possibility. I think it's not a possibility. Because CRISPR didn't come out that long ago. Mm-hmm. You know, and like they just recently got it down pretty decently. Yeah. It's not even 100%. And then I'm shocked that you, they were even testing on people already. The fact that they made that big of a jump. Yeah. But I, I think it's possible. Should it be done? Probably not. But I think it's inevitable. I just, it makes more sense to enhance a human being rather, or later in life rather than from the very start. Because, like, theoretically, mm. like, you could just make modifications to the body and then attach them, and they would have a better function Jesus. and potentially be even stronger. Don't have to worry about bones breaking, stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're talking about complete deletions of certain snips. Like what? And additions of DNA directly adjacent to the edited gene. So the only the only um, snip that they're talking about is POU five four five F one. And I don't know what the fuck that means because I'm not a professor or scientist. Yeah, we don't have we don't have the PhD to figure that one out. We, yeah, we can't Google it. Nor but. do I want to go through the pain of acquiring a PhD. <laughs> yeah, Zade's like my PhD is Google. Bitch, <laughs> bitch. Yeah, doesn't it make more sense to like modify a person though with bionic attachments? Well, yeah, I'd rather go that route for sure. Yeah, it makes more sense, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, we already kind of do yeah. that to well, some extent. I mean, now it's getting crazy where if somebody's missing an arm or has been yeah. for years, if they still have um those some of those nerve endings like still mm-hmm. fire, and if they don't at the very tip of them, I mean, you just cut them back a little bit and then what they do is they take each individual nerve and then they attach it to like an anode or something like that wow and basically it sends electro those electrochemical signals it's still electricity so it works with computer or components or what is it biomechanical components and then they're able to control this arm as if it was their normal arm yeah because they're still sending signals to it and they're getting crazier where some of the hands for these bionic arms have um sensors on them that allow you to feel sensation mm-hmm. so you can like actually experience touch again with the tips of your fingers or the palm of your That's hand what we call magic yeah because in my it opinion, is magic in my opinion it's just you're messing with god's work when it comes down to like injecting things with and then you're still waiting nine months for delivery to find out what you know what i mean so it's kind of like it's a yeah, weird process. To I feel go like down. we should focus more on later on modifications because biomechanics is going to be insane. I mean, in like 20 years, I was just reading, I was reading this book and I'm pretty close to finishing it right now. It's in a series called a uh, pen dragon. It's an old 10 book long series that I read in like middle school. Mm-hmm. And it's just a really fun sci-fi fantasy Dork. adventure series. Yeah. It's a good time, man. It's fun to listen <laughs> I'm to. Kidding. It's nice to switch it up from just music all the time. Yeah. While you're driving. And in this book, it's book four, The Reality Bug. It takes place on a territory, which is like another planet, basically, mm-hmm. called Velox. And the biggest problem on Velox when he steps out is that no one's there. 
or so he thinks. Hmm. And as he gets brought up to speed more, he realizes that there's these big centers that people go to, these big uh, pyramids. And I think it was called like Rubik City or something like that. And inside these centers, there's these tubes that people lie down into and they do what's called jumping into a technology called life light. <laughs> so what the fuck does that mean, right? Life light is a simulated reality. It's 100% accurate. It basically does exactly what Elon's thing is going to do, mm -hmm. right? It doesn't attach into your brain. They figured out a way to just be able to send the chemicals through your skin. And then Shit. your brain like recreates all of that. So it feels 100% real. You're going to get the sensations. If you eat a steak, it tastes like a steak. Yeah. But your real body obviously isn't getting any of those nutrients, right? Mm -hmm. So what they do is they attach two, two like big pump things on your stomach, one of which um, <laughs> puts food or delivers food through your skin, which can be absorbed through the skin. It's called gloid. And then the other one is called is for taking out waste out of your body, which they figured out um, a way to chemically break down like waste in order to be able to transfer it through your skin. Damn. And then all the other nutrients your body just absorbs. Mm. So no one's around. Everyone's trapped in life light. No one wants to live in reality. The planet's going to shit. Um, there's no such thing as like real community anymore. And same plot as Wally. Not necessarily, because in Wally aspects of it though, because in Wally they weren't like they weren't locked into a machine where it was like yeah. an exact replica. It felt real because they're literally sending signals to your brain telling you it's real. But I think that's probably where we're gonna end up. Something like that. No, nah, I don't think we're gonna end up there. I I think so. Whatever, whatever. Once, once you step into that machine and you have that experience, I feel like the majority of people are like fuck everything else and then it'll just reach a point where society becomes based around that because why would you want to even live in the real world at that point yeah we've we've discussed that yeah in detail yeah no screw that nature <laughs> nature over everything dude fuck that artificial shit nature over everything bro i don't like you sound like a vegan bro like it's interesting that it that it exists but i would never implement that into my life I kept having a thought, too, because mm -hmm. apparently in the book they'd had the technology for a long time. Like, how many hippies would just be out living in the woods? <laughs> like, how long would it be before all the, like, the woodland people would die out because they couldn't find anybody else to, like, <laughs> meet like, up with? Because all the people are just in life light, right? The or, hippies, the people considered hippies are the people that are doing the stuff we do right now because they haven't really upgraded. That's a weird thought, right? Yeah. Just living a normal life. Like, dude, this guy has a 75-inch TV, bro. What the hell? Where the hell is his AR set, bro? What a noob. Bro, this guy doesn't experience an altered reality that feels exactly <laughs> similar to your own, but it could be anything you want since yeah. everything's built off of your brain. What a fucking sick. Who the hell goes on hikes anymore, dude? God, you use your legs? Disgusting. <laughs> stupid. Stupid. You dumb. You stupid. Dang, you actually man. have to take a shit, bro? Hell yeah. So dumb. Dude, I, I really want a steak right now, to be honest. I think we bomb. all do. That would be pretty bomb. Traeger, where are you at? Traeger, that's sponsorship, <laughs> though. Can you hear us? <laughs> that'd be that'd be so much fun. Oh, yeah. The, the, put that bitch right, no, right in the middle yeah. of right here. Right in here, we'll, right we'll hook it up dude. to uh, one of the air vents yeah, like, just, that lets dude. the air out. Oh, it's disgusting, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude well, we at least, at least our building is going to smell like people, smoked meat. Yeah. People walk into the stew. There's just like four steaks on the grill. Yeah. <laughs> like, Which one do you want? 
Do you prefer less fat or more fat? It's more like we fat. got you. More Every fat. guest comes in to get a steak. <laughs> They're like, I'm vegan. They're like, well, we'll throw some vegan shit on there then. Don't worry about it. We'll throw okay. some veggies. We, we switched the name to smoked ones. Smoked ones. Instead of hot ones. Dang, dude. Just high quality meals yeah. and then a pot. Oh, oh my God. That'd be the worst ASMR. Just just give me a oh Traeger and a, and a crate full of aha. Uh-huh. Have you have, have you had one? Oh, yeah. The, yeah, they're pretty good. Really? I mean, they're what are basic they? sparkling water. Is it just like an, another LaCroix? The thing that annoyed me, though, is they have caffeine in there. Yeah. I, I Not in all. Um, oh, is that where the ha comes from? No, not in all <laughs> flavors, but I think so. No, that's where the ah comes in. <laughs> The I'm so I'm sitting there. Hot. I'm sitting there. It's 9:30 p.m. and I'm like, oh, you know, I'm chilling with my sparkling water. And then I I look at the can and it says contains 30 milligrams of caffeine. Yeah, and you're like, what? Why? Like, yeah. Well, get a Lacroix then if you're worried. Good about night that. to my sleep. Yeah, but quality. they taste better than Lacroix, to be honest. Do they? Mm-hmm. I've yet to try one. They're very flavorful, but it's like it's still an essence, so it's kind of. No, I would take the the pineapple Lacroix over everything. Really? I don't know if I've over ever had everything. one. The what's what's okay? Have you guys tried like a good Everything. amount of the Lacroix flavors? What's your least favorite? Um, I can think of my first one immediately off the bat. It's it, the flavor that I'm mentioning is the one you gave me for the first time, the long bottle, or the long can. Oh, that was the Pina Frage. That was the yes. pineapple strawberry. Yes, mm. that one. That one was good. I don't know which one I had. I had like an apple one, I think. My least favorite one is the coconut one. It oh it tastes oh. like straight up sunscreen. That's disgusting. Dude. It's <laughs> so gross. Like it's coconut not. drinks are, you know, like coconut yeah. water, super bomb, or like a what? Are, what are they even called? Only harmless harvest coconut waters bomb. The rest are shit. I will stand by. Zade has the high day standards. <laughs> Dang. I'm trying to think. What's a or a pina colada is like super good, you know? But yeah. that. Coconut water, Lacroix. They need to drop that flavor, or at least change it. It was <laughs> so bad. Like I got, I was like four sips deep, and I finished the rest of it just because I'm like I don't want to waste it. But at the same time, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> anybody that likes the coconut Lacroix um, might be a psychopath. Just <laughs> might be a communist. You might, oh, better yet, not a psychopath, but a masochist. Like yeah. you're just like God. I enjoy things that are okay painful. So how about this? You're in an empty store. Everything has been bought except for Dasani. Dasani? Yeah. And Dasani. Coconut water LaCroix. Coconut water LaCroix all day. What do you do? Go. I'd take I'd take the Dasani. It's like I'm just gonna starve to death. <laughs> no, I take the I take the Dasani, because you wanna know why? I mean, I've been having that. Like when you go to Disneyland for before they had the smart water, it was literally just Dasani. Mm-hmm. So, hmm. I mean, I've had a lot of Dasani. It's not the best, but it's not the absolute worst. <laughs> There's way worse bottled water out there than Dasani. You're right, because like miles worse. Dasani is shitty water, but I just said it: water, not sparkling water. So that means. <laughs> Either got shitty sparkling water or shitty water. Which one tastes better? Shitty sparkling well, I would take, water. No, I would take I would take the Dasani just because there's no flavor. Yeah, because at least the coconut or the coconut Lacroix is something I really dislike the taste of. Yeah, I can I can teach myself how to like it. I mean, I could drink a I could drink a Dasani and not get hydrated whatsoever. But like, 
<laughs> I could drink four Dasanis. Does your, does your throat get dry after you drink a Dasani? Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It dehydrates me. Your, your <laughs> stomach is full. And then somehow you didn't benefit anything out of that water. And you people only... look at me like I'm crazy because I'm talking about mineral content within water. That's why. Is Just because mineral... you drink water does not mean you're being hydrated. It needs to have the adequate amount of minerals within it. Minerals and um, electrolytes. Exactly. Yeah, which is why Kirkland is I mean, like freaking so bomb for how cheap it is. Kirkland's doing it right. Kirkland, it tastes like plastic though. Screw the taste, man. Kirkland you want the water is... or not? <laughs> You want to stay hydrated or not? All right. I mean, like, I'm still going to drink it. You're yeah, looking at me like I said Dasani, bro. <laughs> I'm astonished, dude. I, I get through two bottles of plastic bottled water, like normal ass water, and I'm just like, what is this? <laughs> I want, I, want m I need more water right now. Zade is, I am absolutely dehydrated. Zade is uh, the water champ, apparently. <laughs> dude, imagine if we gave him freaking fridge water. Yeah, wait, on an episode of the podcast, we should do a, a taste test. With water. We, we should do that on the next episode. Get like six different brands of water and see if Zay can actually like taste the quality difference. Dude, that'd be so funny. We call out his bluff. I'd be down for it. <laughs> I'd be down for it. Oh what does God. that taste like to you? Water. Exactly my thought. Because I'm wondering, I think he's going to get that Fiji, the Fiji water, and yeah. he's going to be like, this is really nice. And it's going to be bought, like bottled in a plastic bottle. You can even blind test me too. That's what I'm saying. You, yeah. you would have to be blindfolded. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we'll get Ideally. blank cups. We'll, we'll know what they are. Because you already know my bias towards plastic. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I still think Fiji's one of the best waters out there, even though it's in a plastic bottle of water. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's so nice. As I drink, it's such water. a good, it's such a good like little treat. We'll buy some Mountain Valley water, and then um, put it in a plastic bottle for we'll 24 buy, hours. We'll buy some Hidden Valley water. If you know <laughs> some what I'm Hidden saying. Valley. We'll just put ranch in a cup. Yeah, with herbs and spices. Because what, when he mentions that he, it tastes like plastic, that's real. I really do feel like it tastes oh, like plastic. Oh, well, 100%. No doubt in my mind. It has this like, I don't know, this weird consistency. Yeah. It's just like, this is not this is not how water's supposed to be. For me, it's a flavor. Like, I feel like you could taste the plastic on it, like quite yeah. literally. Like, yeah. you know how, for example, if you're drinking out of a, a can... Sometimes whatever you're drinking takes on the met the metallic properties of the can sometimes, mm. right? Depends on which um, can you're drinking out of because I think Coca-Colas and like Sprites and stuff like that, they actually have a plastic lining on the inside of the can for that mm. exact reason. So Dang. you think you're drinking out of metal. Nope, there's that shit's lined with plastic. You can, you can dissolve it in hydrogen peroxide, Yeah. the outside of the can, and what's left behind is just plastic. Dude, two days ago, I ran a little experiment. I took one sip of Sprite. Okay. Shit was good, right? That shit is a drug. It's really good. The head rush that I got from that one sip is is ridiculous. What? I genuinely got a head rush. Is there... I haven't had soda in like six years, keep in mind. Fair enough. I can't tell you the last time I had soda. Dang. Like, I legitimately can't. It's been so long. Like, it starts within the mouth and then it travels up the jaw... And to your brain. Dude, imagine this. A physical sensation. Imagine if you had a bang. Or like a fucking monster. <laughs> what? Okay. Are you going to finish? Then you got that from Sprite. Oh, yeah. I'm just wondering what You're saying happen. this is worse than Sprite? Monster? Okay. Hell yeah. Unpopular opinion and kind of a crazy one. Bangs don't do anything for me. At all. Yeah. Well, my point was energy drink, but. 
Oh, okay. What my point, what I was trying to say was, I could drink a Red Bull that's like the tiny, tiny can, the yeah. sugar-free ones, and I'll get more out of that than I do out of a Bang. And oh, a yeah. Bang has like how many fucking three hundred? Yeah, no just an insane amount. Yeah, but I, I don't know. That could be fake, or it could be like pixie dusted, whatever the fuck you call it. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. For me, bangs don't really do anything, though. I yeah, could get way more really of like don't. a caffeine rush yeah. off of much less yeah. caffeine. I can uh, have a caffeine rush off of coffee. Or, uh, sorry, tea. Oh, yeah. hundred Like bang. a black tea? Yeah. Something like that? Yeah. Something that's just loaded with caffeine. Almost. Nothing, nothing better than some black Turkish coffee, though. Mm-hmm. Or some black moon goat coffee. Cuban coffee. Oh, yeah. Cuban coffee? It's strong. Ooh. It's real strong. How Same strong? with the Ethiopian. Very. Ethiopian uh, coffee's pretty damn. I don't nice. think I've ever had that. Yeah. I'm not a big coffee guy. I'm a tea boy. Ah. Like give an old man a heart attack strong? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know about that because old Cuban guys drink it because they've been drinking it for <laughs> years. Yeah, well, we're glad that we have hydra- hydrated you guys today for episode number 39. With our 2 a.m. <laughs> podcast. Stay thirsty for the next is episode. It, is it time to wrap it up? Hell yeah. Really? I don't know. Time passes by quick, quickly when you're having fun. <sighs> you're right. You're very right. Too much fun here. I know. I'll stew. Close us out, Saeed. Well, you know where to find us. Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Please leave a five-star review. <laughs> um, we appreciate that. And you can also find us on YouTube. <laughs> Subscribe, like, and comment. Turn on notifications to see when we upload. And yeah, until next time, this has been Saeed. This has been Logan. This has been Zaid. Um, we love you guys. Love all y'all. Have a good rest of your day. Yeah. Goodbye. Peace. Peace.